I missed you guys up here. I really appreciate that Jordan asked me back uh, to teach, which was really nice of him to do. Thank you for doing that. But it's really good to see you guys again. I've missed you. This is going to be really fun because I'm just going to make myself dizzy all night. It's going to be awesome. Um, so we uh, are starting a new series. I get to kick off like a brand new series, which is really exciting to me. It's called Plot Twist. All right, in case you didn't already see that. Um, And a plot twist, if you didn't already know, is um, a dramatic turn of events within a story. All right? Um, You typically don't see them coming, or maybe you do, but still, you know, it's, it's hopefully you guys pretty much know that. I'm sure most of you did, but if you didn't, there you go. So um, really quickly, I want you guys to think of a movie or maybe a book that had a really good plot twist, shout it out, ready, go. Finding Nemo. <laughs> Somebody said Finding Nemo. Um, <laughs> okay, Finding Nemo is a great option. Uh, mine was The Avengers when Tony Stark died. And if you haven't seen it, I just ruined it for you, so I'm very sorry about that. It was a massive spoiler, I know. But I remember being super shocked by it, right? Because, you know, I didn't see it coming. Um, and so that was a huge plot twist for me, all right? Didn't you guys, do we know Jimmy Fallon? Is that, are we, am I just, okay, cool. So Jimmy Fallon did this thing, was really funny. Uh, he tweeted into, the, like, the Twitter sphere, asking for people to share their hashtag real life plot twists. All right, and that was really fun for me to read, so we're gonna look at like four of them. Let's put the first one up here. Um, hashtag real life plot twist. Was in the car with my driving instructor to get my permit, was at an intersection, a car made a rolling stop past a stop sign and drove past us. Instructor points, do not do what that guy just did. I look at the other driver, it's my dad. <laughs> All right, next one. My five-year-old announced at her school's anti-drinking and drug rally that her mommy drank and drove every day. When I picked her up, I had to explain to the sheriff, principal, and teacher who were waiting for me that I got a soft drink after my shift every day. Hashtag real life plot twist. All right, next one. My sister left a sandwich in the fridge with her name on it, but I decided to eat it anyway. When I opened it, I saw it was just two pieces of bread and a note that said, you suck, Kyle. (laughs) All right, is there one more? When I moved uh, to a new house, I kept hearing my name being shouted, but every time I looked around or out the window, I saw no one. For months, I thought my house was haunted by a ghost, but it was actually my neighbor calling his dog, which had the same name as me, hashtag real life plot twists. All right. So when we see a plot twist in real life or in a movie or in a book that totally surprises us, um, what do we tend to do? We immediately, at least for me, I want to go talk to somebody about it. All right. As soon as I see that change of events and like I'm watching this show and bam, plot twist, it changes the whole movie, it changes the whole book or whatever it is. I like grab my phone and I'm just like, oh my gosh, have you freaking seen this yet? And I text like my best friend or someone that I know is watching this show. All right, when we see a plot twist, like why, why do we want? We want to talk about it, right? We want to, um, we want to talk about how, it, how crazy it was, or how it made us feel, or how it changed the entire plot of the story. 
Because that's the thing with plot twists, right? They take you by complete surprise when they happen. And sometimes they're really good. And sometimes we get these real-life plot twists that are really difficult when they happen. And so who do you go to? Who are you picking up the phone and texting? When uh, maybe somebody gets sick, or there's like a scary breaking news story, or uh, a friend hurt you or betrayed you. What's this? Or maybe there was a situation where you made a bad choice and it led to another, an unfortunate event. Maybe you didn't, either you saw it coming or you didn't see it coming. Who is it that you're talking to? Because unexpected twists are a lot of fun in movies. But in real life, they can leave us feeling stuck or lost or in trouble. So we're going to look a little bit more into this. Um, But before we do all that, would you guys just pray with me really quickly? God, thank you so much for just this group of students. Thank you so much that we're all here with a goal of hearing um, the truth about who you are and growing closer to you. And so I just pray that you open up this time for us, Lord, um, to just what you have for us to walk out of here and take out into our lives, what you need us to know tonight. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So if you guys have your Bible, how many of you maybe have your Bible? Sweet, two of you. Um, If you don't have one, we can get you one, some leaders can get you one, because it's really um, important, the things that are in here. In fact, they are so important that even non-Christian scholars agree that this is the most historically accurate piece of literature for its time, all right? And that was always really funny for me to read, okay? Um, Because if scholars know that the Bible correctly accounted for every king, every monument, every battle, and every geographic location, then why do so many people struggle with the whole, like, Jesus came as a savior? I don't know. Anyway, in this book, there are so many plot twists, And this book, every chapter points to Jesus. Every chapter is paving the way for Jesus and all the things that he does and all the things that he will do with Jesus conquering sin and death being the ultimate plot twist. I don't think I spoiled that for anyone in this room. If I did, super glad you're here tonight. In the beginning... We'll read in Genesis. It's the first chapter in your Bible. It's the first book of the Bible, and it's the perfect um, setup for us, actually. If you look in the very first chapter, it's going to go through the creation story, Um, and when we get a little bit further into it, it's going to talk about the Garden of Eden, and let me tell you, this was paradise. It was perfect. This was perfect harmony between man and his surroundings and God. And I don't know, like, whenever I think about the Garden of Eden and harmony and everything that was so wonderful, I imagine, like, I bet you, like, people could just, like, pet a bear or a lion. I don't know. You don't quote me on that, but I feel like you could do it, right, probably. Um, But that's not the point. The point is that it was perfect, okay? This is a perfect relationship with God. This is a paradise. Um, He created man and woman, Adam and Eve, and they walked together in this paradise. God told them not to do one thing. What was it? Just one. Do not 
eat from this one tree. Now, why did God ask Adam and Eve not to eat from this one tree? Well, he valued their free will, their ability to choose on their own and for themselves, because God's not a tyrant. He didn't control Adam and Eve in this perfect world. They were allowed to choose, and so God gives them the ability to choose. He says, please do not eat from this one tree. So here we have Adam and Eve and God, okay, and they live in this beautiful, perfect paradise, the Garden of Eden, where they had freedom, and they had perfect relationship, and everything was perfect. And then there's the very first plot twist that will kick off our need for a savior. In Genesis 3, we read that there is a serpent that is Satan, all right? And he comes into this garden and he convinces Eve to eat from this tree, all right? Now, the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. We understand the serpent as being Satan, all right? He said to the woman, did God actually say, you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? Are you sure that's what he said? I don't know. And he convinces her to eat from the one tree God told her not to. And not only does Eve eat from that tree, but then she goes and she convinces Adam, hey, try this. And he does it. He doesn't even try to stop her. And just like that, the entire plot changes. Adam and Eve are banished from the garden and sin enters the world. This plot twist was catastrophic, all right? In fact, if you do believe that the Word of God and what the Bible says is this historical document, then it's easy to see that this is the single most catastrophic event in history. There was perfectness, and it all changed. Humans went from perfection to sin in one single act because we believed a lie. And from that moment on, we now live in a world that knows sin because it's no secret that bad things happen every day. But who do you turn to who did Adam and Eve have to turn to after this catastrophic event? God. Maybe that, maybe that sounds like a plot twist for some of you. Hold on, hold on. You mean that Adam and Eve have God, the very person who kicked them out of this perfect paradise, they're going to turn to him? Yeah. Because they needed him. Hang with me here. God... God wasn't being heartless or cruel when he was forced to send Adam and Eve away. Because remember, God didn't lie to Adam and Eve. Satan, disguised as a serpent, did. God warned Adam and Eve, please don't eat from this tree. If you do, we cannot be together any longer. 
Can you imagine the heartbreak that God must have felt? I feel like we always kind of focus on, oh, sad, Adam and Eve, you know, they uh, got banished from this garden and then they had to go live in this world. But can we just for a second think about maybe God on the other side of the event? How did he feel when his two most precious creations betrayed him because they believed a lie? We do that. God tells us not to do um, things. Please don't do this. Please don't do X. Please don't do Y. Please don't do Z. Because if you do them, they will separate me from you. And I do not want that. But we believe some lies. And we've done some things. But God, in all his loving mercy, didn't let that be the end. He worked in a plot twist so incredible, it would change the fate of every living person on this earth if they only believed. He sent his only son, Jesus, but that is a plot twist for another week. So as we wrap up, I want you to start preparing just for small group by thinking about how How do you feel about God's character? When life throws you an unexpected plot twist, who is the community that you surround yourself with? Who are the people that you have to go to? Are those people going to help you navigate this? Are they going to continue to lead you into believing just more lies? Are they people that you can go and talk to when life throws you something unexpected? So your leaders are going to ask you a couple more questions um, about that. But let's just pray all together um, before we do that. God, thank you so much for um, just who you are, that you're a God who will not let sin be the end of the story. And that we know life is hard. There are hard things that we face. There are hard things that we're going to go through. But we have you to turn to. Even if we don't have community, even if we don't have friends who are going to help us point the way to you, we have you, and in you, we have everything. And so, Lord, I ask tonight that as um, all of these students are in their groups, I pray that they open up to have good conversations, that they can really examine who their community might be or really examine how they feel about coming to you when life gives them a plot twist. Do they feel like they're safe to do that? Do they feel like you are a safe place, that you are good? Or is that a struggle? And even if it is, Lord, I just challenge those students, bring, go to God anyway. Go to God that you struggle with him. He wants that. I just pray over each student in this room for the rest of their week, and that they would just see how you are working um, in their lives, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.